Well, hello, everybody. This is Coach V. Um, I'm happy to be here. Talking about the PNTT playoff. Um, we made it. We have 19 teams, and that's exciting, you know. Um, it's been a fun season, and we're here uh, talking about, um, yeah, talking about the playoffs. So really happy about it. Sorry if I haven't got it. I didn't get to everyone's, and one of the audios cut out, but... You know, I do my best, uh, just busy. If anyone wants to help out with some of those post-game um, podcasts, you know, I'd be happy to help you out or host with you, or um, you guys can do it by yourself. But, you know, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do that. So let's start off with, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of go through these teams, who made it to the playoffs and how they did it, and what does their road look like? Moving forward. So let's start out with the number one seed. We got the Inglewood Igloo Makers. And Coach McVicker has this team just playing some great basketball. You know, you can't really ask for much more um, from a team. They have a point differential of 126. Uh, and, you know, they beat a really solid team in Clearwater. Clearwater uh, was 3-3, three and three, but they, they were playing for – something today if they would have won they might have had a shot at um the the playoff but uh coach mcvicker beat him by 38 points and that gave him the number one seed over nashville um and you know i'll be honest he played um you know a tougher schedule than i did in my i mean I, I i did play one playoff team but um yeah, just the schedule was not as, as tough for us. So he, it's really impressive. That's a huge win. And uh, this team, you know, just looking at it, Branson Gilbert's now a junior. I mean, it feels like just yesterday that 1-1 class kind of came in. But really, they've really um, figured things out, and they look really good this year. Uh, Branson Gilbert averaged 20 points on 54.7% shooting, 6.8 assists, only 1.5 turnovers. They really don't turn it over a ton. They're averaging 98 points a game. Um, yeah, and you got Jacob Hines, who's shooting 58% true shooting, five threes per game, and he's making them. He's getting to the line a lot, 84% from there. I like this team, but if you look at their road, um, they got the winner of Plainview in New Orleans. And, you know, that's that's a decently tough um, draw, you know. But all those teams that made it as a wild cards, there was actually only four teams that made it via the cheese clause. So not that many, but, uh, yeah, so – those four teams, um, two of them right there, Plainview and New Orleans. Plainview beat Ann Arbor. They're a really solid team. Uh, and let's look at that. Let's look at that game real quick. Uh, so Plainview, they're two and one. They did lose today by three to Waterloo, but Waterloo's a really solid team. Plainview might be one of the best teams in here. They just they beat Ann Arbor by one. They beat they lost to Waterloo by three. They beat. Uh, Salt Lake City, they beat Ocala. You know, a lot of close games, but um, they took care of business and their game against Boston gave them the point differential to make it. They went five and one anyway, so they should have been fine. 
Um, but Stanley Slatery, the junior, averaging 23.3 points per game. Uh, Sydney, or sorry, he's averaging 22.2 points a game on 58% true shooting. Uh, Griffin Rogers, the senior, he's playing great. 19 points a game on 65.4% true shooting. 2.8 steals. He looks really good. And this matchup here against New Orleans, I think, could be could be a good one. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, you look at New Orleans, and New Orleans, they they only lost to Rochester in overtime by four, and then they lost to a really solid Daytona team. They beat Rockford today to make it in via the cheese clause. They, they won by 11, and I think their overall point differential – um was like 25 something like that i don't know it's not 25 it's oh um you know they went four and two but uh they exactly 20 so they barely made it they snuck in there um with their point differential so i'm excited i wonder how they're gonna do playing against a team like plainview who has just such a big big man that's tough i'm not sure how Jordan Stark can hang up to that, but he's part of that class that's just really good. So maybe he's a great uh, defender. The stats don't show that he's an incredible defender for New Orleans. Um, last year he didn't he didn't start, um, but per thirty he did have one point six steals. So he might be pretty good at defense. We'll see. Um, and uh, yeah, so that should be an interesting matchup. Um, you know, I like Plainview to get in there. And then Plainview versus Englewood's going to be a great matchup. Englewood hasn't played a team um, like Plainview yet. And Plainview's played one of the toughest schedules. So I'm really proud of them for making it in at 5-on-1. That's just such a great job. Waterloo's one of the toughest teams every year. And they beat, they lost to them by three. They beat Ann Arbor by one. Beat Ocala, beat Salt Lake City. Um, two teams from the PNTT playoffs last year. So... That's that. Um, let's look at that Boise-Jefferson City uh, matchup. Boise fresh off a runner-up uh, runner um, runner in the NTT last year. They brought in a 56-63 class, got rid of – they lost George Rowland, but, you know, they replaced him with Robert Martin. And so far, Robert Martin has done pretty good in the PNTT. 20.5 points a game, three assists, not – there has been four turnovers, so he has had a little bit of turnover problem. So um, not the greatest defender, but he's a solid player. How does he match up? Uh, yeah, how does he match up against a guy like Russell Bristol, who, I mean, Russell Bristol's been going off 27 points per game on 53.9% shooting, shoots 7.53s, uh, two steals a game. He's going to try and just shut this guy down. And Jefferson City, they're just a team. They scored 87 points per game. Um, Boise scored 86.8. It, it looks like a good matchup on paper to me. The question is, can Boise slow down the three-headed monster of Bristol, Harbin, and Rodriguez? And that's been hard for a lot of teams. I mean, it's just a tough team to do. And then... Um, also Jefferson city has been running zone pretty much all season. So how, how does Boise stack up against the zone? Is that going to be something they have a problem with or, um, yeah, I see a beep 
playing power forward, 18.3 points again. Is that something you shy away from because he's uh, more of a – because they're playing zone and do you want to get away from that or are you going to just stick with what you got? I would expect both teams to kind of stick with what they got. Uh, and Boise's not a great three-point shooting team, only 16%, but they do play good three-point defense, giving up only 23% from the field. So um, – or sorry – giving up 30 and they, they shoot 25. So we'll see. Um, I, you know, I, I want to give the, I want to give the tip to the senior point guard and Russell Bristol. Um, that's kind of what I'm feeling right there. Uh, but you know, it could go either way. Next up, I, this is an interesting matchup too. You got Montpelier, the peepers. Now the peepers are interesting. They have, Dorian Gar Garvalaglia, and I don't want to spoil anything, but he he's averaged thirty six point five points a game, and I think he's at sixty six percent true shooting. I mean, this guy's going crazy. The only game he didn't do amazing was versus uh, Ann Arbor. And he scored thirty nine points on thirty two shots, so it's hard to really fault him for that um, against such a good team like uh, Ann Arbor. But I really like this team. I like um, what Montpelier has going on. Tanner Wilkerson is now a senior. It feels like he's been around forever, but he's such a key cog for this team. Back-to-back um, -back Elite Eights. You know, he's – he's um, two years ago they won the PNTT. Last year they were the runner-ups in the PNTT. And, uh, you know, this year they have a new, new set of guys, right? They lost James. They lost Stewart. They lost – Cameron Robinson, but they've just been playing really well uh, so far. It's and it's been fun to see, fun to see them compete. So they're going up against Galveston. Galveston is an interesting team. I think uh, they're they got that great 11-2 freshman class, and they lost a game today that was a little bit of a head scratcher. They lost to Shreveport by 13, but they still had enough to make the PNTT playoffs. Um, Alexander Johnson, he, you know, he's a freshman. Gabriel Bates, a freshman. Um, so they haven't done as well as I guess I'd hope. But, you know, they're they're both solid players. I feel like this team still has to figure out how to gel, um, still has to figure out how they can perform at a high level. Now, this Damon Johnson, the senior point guard, can he slow down um, – can he slow down uh, Tanner Wilkerson? And then the real question is Timothy Smith. Um, last year, he only had 0.2 steals per game. His primary matchup is going to be against Dorian Garva Gar Garvaglia. Um, and that's that's just a tough matchup. So I'm interested to see, does Galveston switch some things up to try and slow him down? Do you try Alexander Johnson there, who's been just dominating? Or do you leave him at small forward? I would love to see Timothy Smith and uh, Alexander Johnson switch for this game and see what happens. I'm not sure if that's what he's going to do, but um, I would love to see it. So I think if they do that, there might be a chance, you know. Alexander Johnson, we know he's one of the best players in the league, right? Um, he was a great recruit last year, part of that 11-2 class. 
in high school, shot 57% from the field, two point. Uh, I mean, this guy, this guy can play. Um, I, I just like to see um, coach on my time plays best defender on Garvaglia and see what he can do. Um, and maybe his best defender is Timothy Smith, but he just doesn't have the steals that back it up for me. So that's that's just kind of why I'm I'm concerned for that. I think I think Montpelier wins, but if they make a switch, it could get interesting. Next matchup, really interesting matchup. We got Waterloo against uh, Yuma. No cheese cloths for cheese this time. He doesn't need it. He wins his group. He makes it in. Huge get for the Yuma favorite deputy. I mean, Coach Cheese has been working hard. He's got a team here. Um, Ruben Adams, senior. He's averaging 25 points per game. I'm um, 57.3% true shooting. Cameron McKinley, another senior. 20.5 points. I'm um, 57.2% shooting. Justin Jackson, 24 points a game on 62.7% shooting. So they really rely on those guards, that three-winged lineup. And then you got big men. You got William Williams. You got John Lawrence. Uh, John Lawrence, yeah. And But Waterloo's just such a solid team. Year after year, this team brings in great class after great class. You got Desmond Marks playing great, 50 uh, 9.8% true shooting, 20 points per game. Anthony Johnson, 20.3 per, points per game. And I love the defense that these guards are playing with. You know, um, Anthony Johnson, Austin Shine, and Jacob Knudsen all have over two steals per game. Combined between the three of them, they got 6.7 steals per game. And that's huge. You know, those that will really help you go in their – they're going up against Yuma's um, best of best players, their best scorers. Now, Ruben Adams, he's pretty good for himself, 2.5 steals per game. Uh, but McKinley, Jackson, Williams, not as much. Um, one thing I would like to see, I would be really interested to see, what if you move Williams down to um, – power forward and you move our small forward and you move Jackson to um, power forward and you put Jackson up against um, Desmond Marks, who's not known for being a great defender. That would be an interesting matchup. I think um, Jackson's a good defender. He passes. I, it, it might be something to consider. It looks, I would say Justin Jackson, the freshman might be the best player on this team. He's playing great. I love it. Um, so really interesting matchup. I, you know, I'm going to go with Waterloo, but watch for that Jackson Williams switcheroo. If that happens, you know, Yuma could pull off a little bit of an upset. Um, I think Montpelier and Waterloo could be a really great matchup. I love Waterloo's defense. I'm going to stick with Waterloo there in that matchup, even though, I mean, I think Garvaglia could really struggle with uh, Austin Shine or Anthony Johnson, whoever he, I think he moves those guys around, but I'm not exactly sure what, what he'll do. So I'm interested to see that. I like that Waterloo team. I think they are really good. Um, I think Inglewood um, is going to take down Plainview, although that could be a really good game. And then I got Jefferson City and Inglewood. Um, 
It's tough to pick against Inglewood since they've been playing so good. So I'm going to roll with that junior class going on to play Waterloo in the PNTT um, semifinals. And, man, that, that Inglewood-Waterloo game, man, I just really like this Waterloo team. Waterloo has lost a couple games. Uh, they lost one game to Charlotte by seven points in overtime. But in that game, Jacob Nutson had some fouled out. Um, they had some foul trouble between a couple other guys, uh, too. So it, that could be something. I, I just like this Waterloo team. I think they're solid. I think they, they're primed for a run. He's never won the PNTT playoffs, but I think he's got a really good shot here. Let's move to the other side of the bracket. So we got Honolulu and Yonkers. You know, Honolulu snuck in with a 3-3 three and three record, but they won on point differential. Coach Lokesters beat a tough Carbondale team in overtime. They played Gilson, lost by eight, and then they won today against Carnegie in what turned out to be basically a playing game. Um, Carnegie was 3-2. and two. Um, Honolulu was 2-3. and three. And I think the winner um, got to move on. They lost to Ocala. They lost to Wooster. They beat South Bend. They're playing Yonkers here. And Yonkers made it in as an at-large team. Uh, they beat Jackson. They beat Salt Lake City. They lost Hot Springs. They only lost to Montpelier by 11. And they beat Eugene by 19. That's a big-time win right there. Um, and... What what Yonkers has here is there's they got Bjorn Ballinger, um, the big the big man. He was a huge tie last year. Um, he's their center, and then they got Garrett Johnson and Zachary Debose, the junior, sixty point seven percent. Or let me sorry, one second. Um, fifty eight point six percent true shooting, twenty four points a game. Jesus Bland, uh, twenty one point six points per game, fifty three point six percent true shooting. Timothy Dawkins. Uh, I like this team a lot. I think Yonkers is just on a really good, um, a really good ride. They're playing against a, they're playing against Honolulu, who really relies on Brandon Wright, the freshman, but or the junior um, point guard. And then they got Israel Sawyer. He's a solid freshman. That's a great gift for them. Uh, they balance it out. They have a lot of balance scoring. They got four guys in double figures, and they have Brissy, who's more of a pass-first guy. Um, Brandon Wright's going to defend the heck out of the ball, but really the hard part is that um, Reich and Brissy are going to have to defend the best players on Yonkers, and I think Yonkers moves on. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. Let's move on to the, um, to the next game. We got um, the winner of that, so I, I'm taking Yonkers, so it'd be Yonkers in Nashville. We've been on a tear. We've been playing really well. Um, so Yonkers is really solid. Uh, we've been playing really well. I, you know, um, our schedule hasn't been incredible. That's for let's say that. Um, my my three regular season matchups are combined 0 and 9 in the regular season. Uh Jackson 5 went 1 and 5 in the tournament. Uh Boston went 0 and 6. And then Los Angeles went uh 1 and 5 too. So that's 
That's not. We did beat a really solid Rochester team by 13, who went five and one. Ocala went three, two and four, and then Des Moines went uh, one and five. So just really bad schedule. Um, and you know, uh, <laughs> I I can't take responsibility. I mean, it 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 was a it's it's automated by key money the schedule, so I don't really control it. Um, we did win pretty handedly in the games we played, but you, you kind of expect to when you're playing these teams. And obviously our schedule is going to get a lot tougher coming up here quickly. Um, but I question if my team's really battle tested. Yonkers, on the other hand, Yonkers has played uh, Montpelier. They played Eugene. They played Salt Lake City. They also played Jackson, beat them by 11 today. Um, they lost to Hot Springs. That I mean, and then I got to slow down Zachary DeBose and, I, and Jesus planned. And that's, that's not an easy thing. You look at our team and, uh, you know, uh, I've tried a few different things, but really it's been Brandon Roberts, 65.7% true shooting, 24 points per game. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, 26.5 points per game. Um, and I, I got a lot of players that can play and match up and different matchups. Um, so I'm trying different things out. Dustin Frazier, 11.2 assists, really good um, point guard senior. It's a, it's a veteran team. We've beat the teams in our way. We've shot a ton of threes, 18.7 threes and made 39.3% uh, of them. I think Yonkers can be a tough matchup though. So um you know, I like Yonkers to pull up off the upset there. Um, I just don't trust my that my team's battle tested enough. These guys have played some really tough teams. You know, <laughs> I I've played R Rochester, but that's it. You know, I I I you know that's that's not the schedule we wanted to play um, when we signed up for the PNTT. So let's look at the next matchup. We got Eugene and Macon. Eugene's an interesting team. I think Eugene's solid. They are five and one. They lost that one game to Yonkers, but they beat Ames. They beat New York City. They beat Reading, Reading Rainbow. Um, they beat San Antonio big today. Big win over San Antonio. And you look at this team and you you got just balance. Albert Tolliver, the senior point guard, six assists, three. 0.3 steals, 18.3 points a game on 55.7% true shooting. Uh, they're they're really good. And then on the other side, you got Macon. Macon is um they went five and one. They lost one to Rockford, but they beat San Jose, South Bend, Aberdeen, Charlotte. Just took care of business. Um they really rely on two guys. Ethan, well, three guys, sorry. Lester Wilson, Ian Roberts, and Ethan Miller. Those guys are shooting 60.6, 6, 58.3, and 54.9% true shooting combined. And those guys really um, have a lot to say. Now, can what, what does the defense look like? Ali Tolliver, he's playing great. 3.3 steals. That's going to be tough uh, for Lester Wilson. Ian Roberts, he's going up against Bennett Roberts. He's getting 1.7 steals. Uh, Justin Blount, he's a freshman, but I think he's a solid um, defender too. So should be interesting. I think it'll be a little low. It'll be pretty low scoring. 
Um, I'm interested to see what happens. I like uh, Eugene to move forward in this one. And I like Eugene to take down uh, Yonkers to make it to the semifinals of the PNTT. Let's look at the bottom half. Yeah, Rochester against St. Petersburg. Rochester, they're just, I mean, they're really good. They lost that first game to um, Nashville and then just went off on three. He's moved around the starting lineup a little bit. Um, but he stuck with Matthew Harris, the uh, freshman point guard, 6'6". This guy's scoring 56.2% uh, true shooting, 14 points a game. Leandro Charles is playing um, small forward, and it looks like that's maybe more of his natural position. He has a few too many turnovers, but he's a solid player. Brendan Martinez, solid guy. Verna, 14.5. But St. Pete, they won, um, they won the uh, lower group. And that was a huge win. I think St. Pete's got a really good team. You got Stefan Stefan, 10 assists, 3.7 steals. That's in the regular season. 2.8 steals, 9.3 assists. And uh, if you combine the two. Um, and they brought in a really good 53-69 class, including Hunter Fisher. Hunter Fisher's playing. But Michael Richmond, um, the senior shooting guard, 57. 54.7% true shooting, 27 points per game. And they really rely on him. They play a lot of defense. They try and keep the game low scoring. I, I'm curious, does Coach Jimmy Neutron move Leandro Charles to face him? Or, you know, someone, I mean, Brandon Martinez is definitely a solid uh, defender, but I feel like Charles is their best defender. So do you move that around? Do you keep it? Um yeah, what do you do? Uh, he's He's got some talent, and I'm interested to see this matchup. I like St. Pete in this game. I think St. Pete's a really solid team. Unfortunately, they play Ann Arbor next. And Ann Arbor, they did lose that game to Plainview. Um, but other than that, they've just dominated. They beat a really solid Fremont. The defending champs, they kicked him out of the PNTT playoffs by winning by 22 points. They beat Montpelier by 11 points, beat Daytona by 14 points. Um, you know, they did lose that one to, uh, to Plainview, but that's it. So what is, what does Bradley do? I, I mean, I wouldn't, I think he wins this pretty easily. You know, he, he did make a switch. He moved Christian Armstrong to the starting lineup today. He went 10 for 16 and he moved, uh, Jimmy Henry to the bench. Uh, so interesting move for him, but. You know, you can't question the results. He's playing really well. Uh, looking down, you got Rockford and Daytona. Daytona's a really solid team. You know, they start off hot, 3-0, being some really good teams. Lost to Ann Arbor, lost to Ames. They got their way back by a big win over St. Louis. So they got in via the cheese claws. Um, or no, they got in winning their group. They go up against a pretty tough Rockford team. Rockford... What started off really hot, um, five and zero. Oh, they looked like they might be, and they lost a tough one to New Orleans. New Orleans was a desperate team, um, but they they won. Rockford, you, I mean, you got that three headed monster of Luke Davis, Alexander Posner, and Jer Jeremiah McCann. McCann is just playing incredible. He very well could be the favorite, um, either him or. Uh, Garvaglia to be the PNTT player of the year with 20 points, 10 assists, 
2.2 steals, only 3.2 turnovers. This guy does it all. He's he's a monster. He's just he, he's incredible. And then Daytona, um, they got um Carlos Garglio. They're they're a lot bigger. You know, they got 6'10, 6'11, 7'1 uh front line. That's gonna be tough for anyone to go up against. And you know, Ethan Spoon's no no slouch of himself. So uh, they don't shoot as well, but they play really good defense. Um, they try and clean up on the boards. They don't turn it over. I like this team. I like this matchup, but I think Rockford pulls it through. And then Rockford goes up against Ann Arbor. And, you know, it's tough to pick against Ann Arbor right now. They just have such a good team. But if one team has the talent to stop them, it's Rockford. And uh, But I just think it's gonna they're going to come up a little short. And I like um, – I like Ann Arbor to move on. I like Ann Arbor to beat Eugene. And I got Ann Arbor taking down Waterloo in the finals. So that's kind of my picks. I mean, don't quote me on it. I mean, everything could go wrong, could be a little different. But, yeah, I thought I'd do that for you guys. Hopefully you guys liked it. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.